Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode number 127 of Take Him With You. For July 10th, 2011, I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And today, we're continuing our discussion about women. All right. Yeah. Because they just want to have fun. I come home in the morning like my mother says when you're going to live your life right. Oh, mother dear, we're not the full Chinese ones. And girls, they want to have fun. Oh, girls, they want to have fun. The phone rings in the middle of the night. My father yells, what you going to do with your life? Oh, daddy dear, you know you're still number one. The girls, they want to have fun. Oh, girls, they still want to have That's all they really want. It's time for When the working day is done, oh, girls, they want to have fun. So is it true that all that girls want is just to have fun, Amy? Um, I don't think so, but it made a fun song in Footloose by Cyndi Lauper. That's not the Cyndi Lauper song. It's not the Cyndi Lauper song? Well, I mean, it is, but it's this is the Miley Cyrus version. Oh, really? That's Miley singing? Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're probably more familiar with... Um, you're probably more familiar with like uh, the the uh, one from the '80s, right? Yeah, I remember seeing the Footloose once movie in the '80s, and they played that song. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. This one. Uh huh. Yeah, Miley's my daughter's generation. Cindy Lauper was my generation. Yeah, a little bit different audio production on this one, I would say. A little different color hair too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I just thought that was a fun, fun song to sing or to have on the show. And even though it's kind of stereotypical and kind of cliche-ish, it's, you know, there you go. I did that just for you, dear. Oh, thank you. That brings me back to the 80s and big hair. Yeah, big hair. Big is hair. Right. I used to have big hair. I remember you had bigger hair than I had. By the L- way. Long and permed. Yeah. Big my, hair. <laughs> my name is Rick. And I'm Amy. We're the Moyers. And we're, we're married. We sure are. For 25 years now. Since the mid-80s. That's right, baby. Wow. <sighs> yes, I remember those days. I remember your purple tie-dye overcoat. Yeah. <laughs> I only wore that to perform music That's in. true. That's Long true. Ago in a punk band. Raw Lime. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Classic Christian punk rock. Yeah. It was fun. It was kind of a gag band. It was, you guys would what, come out. What, you gagged when you listened to it? Well, okay, no, I I mean, it, was, it wasn't like a, a real serious band. You guys would come out, and um, that would be your pseudo-English punk rock band that you would come out before your real set is kind of a a spoof. A spoof? Well, it was kind of a goofy thing you did. Yeah, I guess so. It was fun. I guess so. (laughs) It was fun. What was your favorite song that we sang? 
Goldfish lips in my swimming pool. Really? Goldfish lips in my swimming pool. Really? That was your favorite? How'd they get there? I don't know. You mean this one? After a long day at school, Buzz returns home to find a note. What's this? It's a note. It reads, Buzz, clean the pool, I'm head. Buzz crumples up the note as he makes his way to the pool. Oh, great. Another fun time of scraping slime off the family pool. Buzz stops frozen in his tracks. He notices something weird floating in the pool. There's something weird floating in the pool. In fact, he notices several weird things floating in the pool. There are several weird things floating in my pool. He wonders what they are. I wonder what they are. He doesn't know. I don't know. How did they get there? He has no idea. Then a thought comes to him. Hey, a thought just came to me. Maybe they're goldfish lips. He thinks maybe they're goldfish lips. Yeah, goldfish lips. Maybe they're... Well, I suppose I should get to it anyway. I do hate cleaning the pool. Goldfish lips. Thank you, dear. Thank you very much. You didn't know I could find that so quickly, did you? Yeah, I was a little surprised. I didn't know you even had it on your computer. Well, it's just—it's not just on my computer. If somebody really wants a secret code, they can hear all of Raw Lime's music. Really? Online. But they have to have a secret code to this get This is there. the secret code. You just have to, have to have the URL, the address. Yes, it is. Takehimwithyou.com slash Raw Lime. R-A-W-L-I-M-E. And there you go. There's all the raw live music. Wow. Yeah. I just did, played it right online. That's from back in the day. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. And you are the one that said you liked it. So there. <laughs> well, it you was fun. It. I think out of all the raw lime songs, that's the one that people years later would come still, up to They still us sing it to sing. me in Walmart. Yeah. Hey, Rick. <laughs> Goldfish lips in my swimming pool. You know yeah. the other song yeah. that you wrote that people will do that? That just comes back to us time and time again is a Christmas one. Money, 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 money. Exactly which one? How money, I money. I have people. I have a little. How kids. I love to count my I'll money. Have a, I'll have a little kid staring at me at the grocery store, and then they'll come up and they'll tug on me and go, money, 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 money. They remember I, that. I think the cutest story we heard about this. I hope we're not digressing too badly, but it yeah, was well. so cute. Is we had this little boy in our church that had Down syndrome and he didn't talk hardly at all. Yeah. And, but he lost a tooth and they had put his, 
they had put his tooth on a shelf at night and in a glass of water. And when he came up, the tooth fairy had left some money in there, some quarters or something. And he looked at that and he started singing and dancing the money song from yeah. the Christmas singing Christmas That's carol true. thing that you did. It was so cute to hear that story. A, a child that hardly ever talked, and yet he broke out in the money, money, money song. Uh, it even did your little jig. Well, I'm, just, I'm so <laughs> thankful that people remember me for that song. <laughs> That's my claim to fame. Well, 45 years of my life work, and people remember me for money, 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 money. And goldfish and you, lips in my swimming pool. If you, if you want to hear me sing that song, you can. All you have to do is go to... Uh, um, our podcast, the iTunes, and, and download the one that's called A Christmas Carol. Might be an odd time of year to listen to it, but ah, you know. Who cares? I was listening <laughs> to Christmas music the other day just on accident. It was fun. Yeah, I think I did too. I listened to that cool Christmas song with the chimes because my iPod was on shuffle while I was working. <laughs> See, there you go. So, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've met, what a crazy day it is today and, and what a crazy week it has been. We'll get to that right after this really cool promo from our friends, Casey and Sue. Okay? Okay. Next time on Anomaly Supplemental. You remind me it's a baby. Baby with the power. We are talking about Labyrinth, Jim Henson's Labyrinth from 1986, celebrating its 25th anniversary. I love this movie, so... <laughs> there are things about it that I hate, but I only love to hate them. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like she's suddenly inside a fairy tale and is mm-hmm. totally okay with it. This girl who allowed herself to be the victim at the very beginning of the movie basically becomes the hero at the very end. Sometimes you make the absolutely correct decision in life, but you still end up in a crappy situation. Something, you you give it power by believing in it over and over again, and you almost want it to happen, but then when it does, it's actually horrifying. There are whole new levels to this movie, baby. Kind of cool, huh? Yeah, I've listened to a couple of their Now, there's their a third podcasts. person with them. It's it's Sue, it's Casey, and there's somebody else's voice that I heard. Um, When I listened to them, I think it was just the two of them. I listened but to one, one about like a Shakespeare thing, and I think I might Slings and Arrows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are just part of the Anomaly podcast that mm-hmm. we listen to and really enjoy. Angela and Jen are the... Kind of like the ladies that started that. Now they have a whole staff of people that do all sorts of really cool things, and we get to listen to them. So that's I really think neat. I, I think I listened to just about every one of the Anomaly podcasts. Mm-hmm. And well, so. these are brand new. The supplementals yeah. uh, are brand new, and they're doing a great job with them. So mm-hmm. ladies, but keep I, up the good work. I think I listened to a couple of theirs, though. I think I might have listened to the one about the labyrinth. Well, they the only have two, the... and then this one. So, so, so you've listened to them all. All of them, all of them, then, except for maybe the last one. I don't know if you put that on my. Uh, I don't iPod know yet. if it's out yet. It said next time on there. Okay. So I, yeah. maybe by the time they listen to this, it's out. I don't know. I kind of like listening to shows with geeky girls because you know I married you, and that made me a geeky girl. I guess. Yeah, you yeah. are a geeky girl. Well, I think I was a geeky girl before I married you yeah. as far as like a bookie geek because 
Yeah, I was one of those kids in, in grade school that liked to sit around and read biographies and encyclopedias and yeah. stuff. Yes, I was a geeky girl that way. But guess yeah. what, geeky girl? What? I got you a present. You did? You don't even know about this. No, you no, I don't. I ordered you an anomaly t-shirt. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really cool. It's got a picture of the bird with the Andorian antennas on it, and oh. it says anomaly on it, and it's blue. Oh. Well, of course it has to be blue if it's Andorian. Because I got a black one and you got a blue one. Mm. So we're going to have matching anomaly t-shirts, except they won't be the same color. I always thought it was weird on um, the, the show Enterprise mm-hmm. when the Andorian's antennas moved. I thought that was cool. It was kind of creepy. It looked like a slug antenna moving. That was cool. But blue. That was really but cool. But we're pink skins. So Yes, we are. We are mm-hmm. pink skins. But for you, pink skin... Yeah. You're a little more tan than you have been. But pink, pink <laughs> my skin, legs are still blue skin. <laughs> I got you a t shirt. It's on its white. way. It already shipped out. It's on its way. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to sport them and get a picture of us in them. Yeah. And if you want to get anomaly wear, they have shirts and other cool items at mm-hmm. their store. You know, we've gotten some taken with you shirts made, but we haven't put them out for sale. Not yet. It, well, we I could. guess if people are interested, they could let me know. Maybe I'll start a Zazzle you, store. You got a really, really cool um, beanie, beanie that was yeah. taken with you. Yeah, T H W Y. Well, anyway, if you go over to uh, anomalypodcast.com, mm-hmm. you can click on their store button and you can order your own t shirt from Anomaly. Cool. Cool, huh? Yeah. Very cool. I'm excited. Do you know the Martians are here has t-shirts too? You have one. I have a Martians are yeah. here, but I'm scared to wear it very much because I don't want to get it hurt. What do you mean by that? Well, wear it, enjoy it. Well, but for my work, I can't wear it. Maybe I'll wear it to our art show or something. I don't we'll know. We'll see how hot it is. I might wear my anomaly t-shirt to the art show if we get it. Oh, that would be Will cool. It be here in time. I hope so. Oh, that yeah, that would yeah. Work. We'll take pictures of it for Jan and Angela and. Posted on their Facebook page. That when people see our um, booth at the Art Walk, they'll know we're anomalies. <laughs> we've been we've been really working hard getting that booth ready to go. Um, I don't know. We got put on the other side of the street, so I don't even know if we'll have anybody come visit us. But you never know. Yeah, I'm actually going to be playing live music with my iPad. Hopefully, we'll get it loud enough to hear over the traffic. Well, that's the whole thing. We'll find out, I yeah. guess. I'm going to borrow a little sound system from... Uh, local music store and uh, put my subwoofer system with it and wow. you know we'll see if people like it or not well mm-hmm. you know we're gonna have a great time i've been putting together all the pictures ordered all the pictures and the macro photography pictures and uh doing a couple of collages and some art stuff to put in the show and we'll see if it goes over well or not we don't know we have no idea we don't know so it should be fun yeah yeah what else have we been doing this week Oh, I've been driving all over for work, mm-hmm. and um, we've had some nice days, though. It's just, we've had more nice days this week than bad days, which is a really nice change um, weather-wise. Yeah. Um, our son, Andrew, and Nathan both both have been working full-time. Our daughter-in-law, too. And our daughter-in-law, Ivy. And mm-hmm. Catherine is babysitting as we speak. She's watching our grandniece, Lola. Mm-hmm. So we've just been really busy getting ready for the the art show and 
life. And, and I have been busy doing voiceover stuff and music. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I've got a couple more projects to work on today. I'm going to do go do a photo shoot here in about mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah, we're going to take Lola because it's at a lake. So um, our niece and our daughter are going to come with us. And, and our play. dog. And our dog. They're going to go play in the little park at the lake while Should we be do the photo shoot. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, good stuff going on around our house. And uh, it's never a dull moment at the Moyer household. Yeah, I I don't really get the privilege of being bored very often. No, and it seems like we've been busier lately than normal, <laughs> which is okay with us. I mean, pays the bills and, you know, adventure. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, coughing on everybody again. I don't yeah. mean to do that. So anything else you want to say about what's going on around our house, or should we jump into the subject for the day? I think we could do some jumping in. Some jumping in. Yeah, we got our we got our fence built last week, but we might have talked about oh, that. Oh, I put already. a video up. They can go mm-hmm. to, to uh, youtube.com slash rickmoyer777, and you can see us getting ready for the art show. You can also see a picture of us or a, a, a video of us putting the fence up, um, pouring concrete, um, all sorts of things over there at uh, youtube.com slash rickmoyer777. We... um. We redid our fence very economically because we recycled all the panels in between the posts and just yeah. replaced the posts and the cement. So, um, And I took pictures of fireworks on the 4th of July that you can watch online as well yes. by going to YouTube.com. We, we did that. We had Sound fun. like a war zone out here. It was weird. Yeah, it's it's funny for us because we live in a fairly wet place here in western Washington, so they allow us to do fireworks for a couple of days around the 4th of July. But um, we've heard from several of our podcast listeners that there are places um, where they live that fireworks are illegal. Yeah. Illegal to... I heard that they're illegal to shoot off, mm-hmm. but you can buy them. No, yeah. You 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 can sell them, and you can display them, but you can't legally own them. I don't get it, Al. You'll have yeah. to explain that to us. Yeah, I didn't get that either. But it's in a very dry place, so I could see where yeah. they'd be afraid of forest fires and stuff. Only you can prevent forest fires. If they have forests to catch on fire, <coughs> Smoky. Remember maybe Smoky? they'll catch their cactuses on, on fire. On top of old Smoky. All covered with cheese. I lost my poor meatball. When somebody sneezed. Wow. You're I can't believe that I sang. A duet. Yeah, I don't sing very well. It rolled off the table. And onto the floor. And then my poor meatball. It rolled out the door. <laughs> I don't remember the rest. <laughs> Do you remember the rest? I don't. I think that's enough singing. I don't want. I don't want people never to tune in again. That's it. Tell everybody they got to well. listen to our podcast to hear the meatball song, <laughs> Smokey the meatball song, right here. How'd we get that, Smokey? I think the meatball. you went from Smokey the Bear to Smokey the meatball. That's right, because only you can, can prevent, prevent forest fires and meatball rollings. Oh, mercy. Okay. We'll be back in in just a moment, and we'll be talking about your comments about what about women? Oh, interesting. Interesting subject. Stay or stick around or keep your iPod on or whatever you do to listen to this program. Hi, my name's Al, and my wife Joyce and I are big Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, 
We'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks we've picked up over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. So, after Rick and Amy have helped you along your spiritual path, Check out Tales from the Mouse House in iTunes. And remember, make it a magical day. It was Joyce's birthday this week. Or yeah. last week. Or I, yeah, this last week. Yeah. I think I remember us hey telling her. Yeah, we sang happy birthday. Hey Joyce, happy birthday. Happy birthday again. To you. Happy birthday to you. I'm not gonna sing. <laughs> Here, I'll do a Napoleon Dynamite quote just for you because it's your birthday. Ready? 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 Okay. I told you I spent it with my uncle in Alaska hunting wolverines. There, see? There you go. Quote from Napoleon mm. just for you, Joyce. Okay, it's time for our subject uh, of the week. What about women? Part two. I heard you on the wireless back in 52. Lying awake and Santa tuning in on you. If I was young, it didn't stop you coming through. I don't know why I played that song. I just thought it was cool. <laughs> 1979. That was a year, huh? Um, yeah, I think was I in. I was in eighth grade. I was in seventh grade then. Yeah, and that yeah. was those were the years. That was a while ago. But that was a cool song back in the day. The one hit wonder band right there. I can't remember their name. That's hmm. how bad I it is. It's bad. Hmm. You can't remember their name. Well, anyway. and it's funny too because I barely remember music videos before about that was the, 1982. The, that was, do you know that was the first? I think I believe that was the very first video ever played on MTV. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. 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 Trivia there. I believe. Hmm. I think. And ironic that it would be video killed the radio star. Yeah. Yeah. Has nothing to do with our subject today, which, okay. by the way, <laughs> is part two. Thank you for everybody's great and wonderful support of the podcast last week. You know, it's kind of a controversial subject, especially in church circles, about uh, women in church. Mm-hmm. And so we were just really excited that people actually enjoyed the program from last week. Yeah, I think we had more feedback. At least I did. I had more people contact me on Facebook or text me about it than 
on any other subject. Well, that, that and they liked your name, Flamey Amy. I think maybe that was the part. But no, there's other, a lot of people um, liked how we handled the subject. And, yeah. you know, it was a challenging subject because there are people with very strong opinions. Very, a lot of people are, um, I guess, anti-women or, or believe that, well, you know, women should just, you know, um, stay in the home and stay Barefoot out of, and pregnant, huh? Yeah, I well, I, okay, so let's just give a real quick recap or a premise of what we're doing and here. And I've been barefoot and I've been pregnant, but that's not all I want to be in life. <laughs> right. Well, okay, so what we noticed, and and we've talked about this a lot of times, and after being involved in the church world for 20 or so years or more, 25 years or so. 40. You, 40, yeah, me only 25 years or so. Yeah. Um, we noticed something throughout, as we're going through life, mm-hmm. we noticed that... Um, well, even in society in general, is very anti-woman, and especially in church circles, it was it's to the point of there's a lot of male chauvinists in church, and it's not just in church, but but I, I noticed that because that's what where we were involved a lot. Now we're not as involved anymore in that. We we used to have a joke growing up that that our church is very progressive, that they would let a woman lead out in silent prayer once a month. Cute, <laughs> but no, and, and we laugh at it now. But really, it isn't funny when well, when you when yeah. you get right down to it. Over the years in our culture and in our world, women have been treated very poorly and and mm-hmm. as second class citizens for many many years. And it really uh, and and then we talked last week. We talked about what the Bible says about women and how some people totally misinterpret what was going on there in the Bible, mm-hmm. and in fact use it as a license to abuse women. And to not let them speak what they need to speak and say and live their life yeah. the way they need to live their life. Now, I, now, and we did talk too about how, you know, we're not we're not advocating um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, um, like being a feminazi where you're right. against men. It's like yeah, like women. You know, we, the fact is, we showed that the Bible says that men and women are equal mm-hmm. in God's eyes. Not we're not the women, same. Not that women are better than men. Or that men are better than women. But that that God created us as spiritual beings. Right. And he doesn't And that our spirits are gender neutral, basically. And that God looks on the heart, he doesn't look on the, the gender. Mm-hmm. And, and in fact, people have have taken the Bible out of context and they've they've used things that were culturally relevant back at the time mm-hmm. that things were written to keep women from doing what they could do now in mm-hmm. the world where culturally they could do more. And they could be equal with men in everything, but unfortunately, there's so many stigmas and well, so many. And we'll get to on. some comments, and I agree with a lot of the comments that that we'll read shortly. That even though we are equal in God's eyes, that we still have different needs and different desires at times. Sure. And so there. Well, I didn't say we're the same as far we're as not the same. But, but we are equal we when it comes both, to importance and, we and both relevance. Have, yeah, both yes. women and men are have value in God's eyes and should have value in each other's eyes. Well, I have all these questions about that now because you know, as we started this subject last week, we kind of opened a can of worms, and now mm-hmm. thinking through the years, and even me at times being a pastor, I actually taught on some of these things, and now I'm kind of reevaluating what I taught because. Mm-hmm. You kind of found some some new things and some information as we were looking at what the Bible says about different things that might change the views on some of the things for people. 
So I have questions about that, but I think it would be good probably to get into the comments that we got in, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got tons and tons of comments uh, on people when I asked the following question. And your question was, do you think that men and women should be equal in all things? That was my question. That was your question. Interesting how people interpreted my question differently. Um, yeah, because um, Betsy said, yes, I do. Um, Lisa disagreed. Well, kind of agreed and kind of disagreed. Um, nobody should be equal in all things. She did No, she didn't say men and women. She just said nobody. Right. So all inclusive, that nobody should be equal in all things. All people should be treated based on their merits. Many people have strengths that complement my weaknesses and vice versa. And my strengths added to yours may be very well be able to move mountains. I don't treat my kids equally because they are not identical. And I strive to know all the people <coughs> in my life well enough to honor their unique contributions. So I think that, that that's good because I noticed she didn't say I didn't treat my boys and girls different. I mean, she just said all of them are different. I, I have a, my oldest son is a baker. He likes to bake <laughs> and he's always liked to cook. And my younger son is a carpenter and he likes to do, you know, kind of really manly, grunty, carpentry, dirty things. And, you know, but you love both your sons the same, even though one's more artsy and creative and one's more, you know, likes to, well, they both like to do guy stuff, but, you know, they're just all different. And girls are the same way. Some girls like to be out shooting guns and riding motorcycles. And and some like to do, you know, sewing and cooking and traditionally girly things. But they're all, all of us are unique. Well, yeah. And, and I think sometimes we do stereotyping and we say, well, these people are like this. And we, we, we group people all in one lump and then say that they're like this. When that's not true, we all are individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is true that certain genders have more in common with some things than others, but uh, it's not always a, a, all the thing across the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Angela said, "Equal in opportunity, but not granted or not guaranteed equality in end result." Also, men and women can't really be equal because people are not equal. I have different interests and skills than my husband. That doesn't make him better or me better. It makes us bring different things to the table to make a whole. Kind of vague, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to find the comments. Oh, here it goes back a long way to June 29th, I think. Oh, is it June 29th? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All so right. you can go clear back to there. I'll keep reading while you keep looking. I'm still looking. Daniel says, men and women should have equal okay, opportunities in this world. The situation has improved over the years, um, but there are still areas where women have to work harder to be treated equally, such as the workplace. And that is true. I mean, mm-hmm. that still goes on today. Like I said last week, my mom worked years and years for a, a, a major mm-hmm. company, uh, retail company, and um, she did a great job for them as a manager, but she got paid way less than the men managers mm-hmm. for doing the exact same job. Yeah. Well, that's not very fair. And probably lo- worked longer hours and mm-hmm. everything for the same, for less pay. Yeah. Um, 
And and again, last week we talked about, and that's one of the lesser of the evils, even though that's bad, because in kind of the Western world, women have at least the opportunity to earn money. And vote. Be, and, and vote, and we of, have yeah. some rights. But um, in actually probably the majority of the world still, in the third world nations, um, a lot of them, the women don't have the right to vote. They don't have the right to earn to. Some of them can't even show their face in public. Yeah, they have to. And I don't think I brought this up um, last week, but in my reading, I read about um, when the Taliban Taliban was mm-hmm. in control of Afghanistan, that there had been educated women. Um, that were forced to wear black from head to toe. Their faces were covered, and they even um, painted their windows black so wow. that people walking by their house couldn't see the women, and they weren't allowed to leave their house to go shopping or anything. Wow. And so they were basically imprisoned in their homes, and some women chose to kill themselves rather to than live in prison like that. They had you know, been educated had known what freedom was like and then to have it taken away like that and to be treated so horrifically not even be allowed to walk out of their homes yeah they just became very depressed and didn't live through that wow so you know we're you know for those of us that live in australia the uk united states canada and different places that we have there's other places in that, but women have the ability to have opportunities and we have much to be thankful for and really need to pray for the places that don't have that. Yeah. You want to read Alan's? Sure. He says, this is a complicated subject. When it comes to equal work, equal pay, absolutely. Equal vote? You bet. But in so many ways, women should be revered, honored, and respected far above us men. Their capacity for love, forgiveness, and mercy is far beyond what men are capable of. Just my opinion. (laughs) That's really sweet. I remember your grandma saying that if men and women took turns having babies, there would, and um, the man went first, that there would never be a third child. I, did that make sense? It made yes. sense when she said it. Okay. I understood that. That's that's good. Why don't you read um, Greg's too? He says, uh, Greg says, yes, because I don't believe equal and identical are the same thing. I believe the real question is about equality and opportunity and dignity and how respect is earned. Um, he says, um, the U.S. women's soccer team played their first game this week in the World Cup. Most stories I read after that victory were about their uniforms and not about their play, which, honestly, needs to improve in spite of their first win. We would call this disrespectful and perhaps even ignorant if the talk was directed to the men's national team. Yes, we are still in need to think differently uh, than we do today. We haven't come close to Jesus' standard yet. He respected Mary, Joanna, um, uh, Martha, Mary, and others for who they were, not for... Um, not what they wore or what they looked like, Mm -hmm. which is really, really interesting. Great comment, Greg. Mm -hmm. Very good. Beth said, Love what Lori and Angela said. God created men and women to be different, 
So we are not going to be equal in all things. We have different strengths and weaknesses. It's the way he makes balance. Oh, that's interesting. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. What does Lisa say? Lisa says, I'll just clarify what I meant by my kids not being treated equally. She commented earlier. Right. Um, Equal love, yes, but my two-year-old gets less ice cream and has earlier bedtime than my 10-year-old. And my 8-year-old daughter gets less clothes and more art supplies while my 10-year-old likes more clothes and more quality time, etc. Um, I think she's just saying each of her kids have different needs and different... And are geared towards different things. Geared yes. to different things. And so. that's totally true. I mean, if we bought Nathan... For Christmas, if we bought him carpentry tools, he wouldn't really really appreciate that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, if we bought Andrew um, cookbooks or, or video photography stuff, right? <laughs> he he would go, well, thanks. But I mean, they, they would yeah. all be appreciative. But there's just diff- we all have different ways that we're wired, yeah. and so it's really important. That doesn't mean at all that we don't love our kids equally. Mm-hmm. It just means that we treat them a little bit differently now. Um, not in, in and not as far as dignity and acceptance and and respect and all that jazz. <clears throat> Simply, um, just because people have different needs, mm-hmm. so I, I think that's really relevant. Yeah. Okay. Lori says, I think it's a shame that gender roles have become so confused. Yet women still don't get the respect they deserve. This is obviously a generalized opinion because everyone is different. And everyone deserves a different level of respect. However, generally, women are not respected as they should be. I would agree with that. And I and again, I think we live in a male-dominated world, and um, and men that are very insecure have to remind women all the time that they're in charge. See, I, I really believe that if you are really in authority, you don't have to tell everybody. Mm-hmm. So, like in churches and stuff, when there's so much teaching going on about men being the head of women and and men yeah. being the main leaders and all. I think that there's a, there's an issue going on there that's deeper than mm-hmm. that and I think it's insecurity. Yeah. And I think it's also where our guys get their I hate to say this, they get their jollies off of being in charge and having power over people and they can do that unfortunately in that system of of government and in that system of using, uh, using religious that- Religion. Well, and, and, and in the corporate world, too. the same thing happens. Yeah. The corporate world, the same thing happens. Maybe not as much as it did, but it still exists where the men are in charge and, mm-hmm. and they look down on the women. The, you know, the women can get their coffee, but they're not, they can't sit in the boardroom with them, which is, mm-hmm. which is not always the case anymore. And I, and I think that there has been um, some improvement in both areas, both <coughs> secular and religious circles. You know, not that we're a hundred percent there yet, but I think the main thing is just respect. And and I agree with Lori that women deserve respect. And also, the Bible says for women to respect their husbands. Mm-hmm. And and I don't think it means that women are less, but men have this special need. And I know this is a little bit of a general generality, but. I believe God knows what he was doing when he told women to respect their husbands and men to love their wives. Because most men 
they have a need to be um, appreciated and kind of praised. Um, and I don't mean just for their ego's sake, but just for their self-esteem. That I, I don't know if men are a little insecure sometimes, and they just need never. to be told We're that... We're never insecure. Told when they do something well, that it helps a man's... Um, be able to keep going. I they they I've read before eighty percent of a man's self worth is for his actions, for his career, for for his job, and mm-hmm. um, whether it's his job around the home or job that he does out of the home. So you're so, this is a long way of saying I'm a special needs child. No, is that what you're I'm saying? I'm just saying because that's okay. Now, you appreciate it when I say, hey, thanks for mailing out the bills and figuring out our books, don't you? Yeah. You appreciate if I say, ooh, I like that kiss. That was good, right? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, so, I really like that. Thank you. So, But I'm just saying I think men have that need, and women need to feel secure and loved and cherished. Mm-hmm. And I think if if we're all giving each other love and respect, this that it's going to be a happier world. Yeah. Well, I think any time that someone takes a gender, um, a race, um, a lifestyle, uh, whatever, and they degrade it, there is an issue there that all of a sudden the communication isn't going to work. Well, it, it's... Putting, and it's not right. It's putting... It's trying to make yourself out to be more than you are. The Bible says to yeah. rightly esteem yourself. And mm-hmm. that's a way of saying, don't think less of yourself. But don't think more highly than you don't are. Don't think more highly either to rightly esteem. So that means God doesn't make junk. So you value yourself. You love yourself. But you don't love yourself any more than you love your neighbor or, you know, or anybody. Right. You, you respect and love everyone and you respect and love yourself. Mm-hmm. So Okay, what yeah. does Jude have to say? Jude says, I think that God did did make us did not. did not make us equal in all ways. So no. I think that there are things women do better and things that men do better, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally. We are different. Respect the differences and we will respect each other. That's an interesting take on it. Yeah. Well and yeah, and even in the genders, I think there are some you know, men that might handle emotions better or women that might, you know. Yeah, but I agree to a certain extent with that. Can you read the next one? Sure. Um, Leanne says, God created men and women differently, but Jesus died for them both. God doesn't value men and women differently. We work in a fallen world, striving for fairness and what is right and noble, uh, and what is right, a right and noble cause, be the light unto the world. Okay, what does Angie say? Angie says, we are not second-class individuals. Of course, they should be treated as well or as equal to man. All humans are equal importance and equal value, and they each have their own talents to contribute to the world. Whether that be cooking, working, or whatever, no one should be limited by their gender or their race or anything else. Whatever they are made for, they should pursue our culture dictates if our culture. if our culture dictates that men should do this or women should do this or this race of a person is limited to this 
think of all the amazing gifts the world would miss out on by limiting people and trying to stick them in their boxes. I think she comes up with a very valid point, and I think that's exactly what's happened over the over the years, mm-hmm. is that because of the limitations that culture and society has put on, on different people, um, they have missed out. And like now we're talking about biblical stuff here for a moment. Um, I think um, that a lot of the writings that we read in the New Testament are because of co- cultural things, not because of what God really thinks about women. Well, and and I would encourage people to get this book called Why Not Women? Because they even talk about how sometimes how different words in the Greek were interpreted, mm-hmm. that when a lot of times, like the King James Bible was translated by men, and sure. from the, you know, into English... And there were many times um, when Paul was talking, there were different ways that a word could be translated, and that sometimes there may have been a slight gender bias by the slight. I think you say more than slight. Nice, but well, it was being interpreted by people that were in a patriarchal patriar. How do you say it? Patriarchal society, right? So men a were male-dominated society. Male dominated society. So of course, when they when they write down what they think God says, they're going to be a little more obviously favoring the men. Like that, the whole principle that people will kind of use to subjugate women in church circles about headship. Um, there's two different. Let's explain what. First of all, tell us what that means because not everybody understands that. Well. It's a way to say, you know, that women are less than men because um, that, you know, Christ is over men and the man is over woman or, you know, and. Well, there's, okay, I, I, I'm, you didn't quite understand what I meant. There's a concept that comes out in church circles yeah. because of the Bible saying that that men should be or should be the head of the household. Mm-hmm. And. Basically, it says that they that God should be the head of men, and that men should be the head of women. That's what uh-huh. that's what people interpret it to say. But as you did some research, you found something very interesting. Well, the the Greek word, and I don't know how to pronounce it. It's spelled K E P H A L E. It can be interpreted two different ways. It has two meanings, and depending on the context, the Greek word for what? It's the Greek word for what we would say head, but it can be interpreted like ruler, like the head of a company is the ruler of the company. Right. But it can also be interpreted life source. Okay. So. Okay. So read it, read it in the way that, that we traditionally interpret it. Traditionally, um, a lot of churches would interpret it this way. Now, I want you to realize that the authority leader of every man is Christ, and the authority leader of a woman is the man, and the authority leader of Christ is God. Okay. So now read it as interpreted with a different way of, of using that word. Okay. Um, and this is 1 Corinthians eleven three. by the way, okay. if you want to look it up. Now I want you to realize that the source origin of every man is Christ, and the source origin 
of a woman is the man, and the source origin of Christ is God. Because if you go back to the Garden of Eden... Right, God made women out of man. Out of out of Adam, yeah. Eve was made out of Adam. So maybe, perhaps... put to sleep and... Maybe, perhaps, that's the way it should be interpreted, and so it's... Okay, now, now here's where I want to throw this concept out. If we truly believe that God made men and women... And does and does not look at them differently as far as equality is concerned. Mm-hmm. If he says, and he does say this, we see there's in scripture, Jew, no Greek, male nor female, bond or slave. If in fact he does that, then why in the world would he then make women less later on in in the Bible? I, I don't think that that is what really is going on. I think that we have taken the Bible and we've used it in a way that is not correct to basically put a whole group of people women mm-hmm. in a in a shut your mouth setting and and men have just kind of had a little playground to play with when it's totally not right that that's happened and and mm-hmm. and that Paul was ad- addressing cultural issues mm-hmm. and if we were sometimes I know this sounds really blasphemous and people probably throw things and maybe not listen to the podcast anymore but sometimes I think we pulled the bible up so high our interpretation of it, that we don't budge on the fact that, wait a minute, what about God's character? What Mm -hmm. about the God that loves us and cares about us? What about the God that we serve that that is is our heavenly father and that we come to know? Is he really, is he really gender biased? Is he really, you know, wait a Mm -hmm. second, maybe we should look at things a little bit differently and go, wait a second, maybe we're trying to put all these rules and regulations on things when in fact, the spirit behind things is far more important than the letter mm-hmm. of the law. And and in this particular case, if culture if culture has changed to a point where we can be equal with men and women together, mm-hmm. then we should seize that opportunity and do that and allow every person to have the opportunity to do all that they're created to be and mm-hmm. and do all they're created to do instead of suppressing different sections of people and saying, well, they can't because we have it together and they don't. Or or even even to the point where, I mean, you really look at it, it is ridiculous for these big denominational churches and stuff like that to have in place where only men can rule. I mean, we were involved in a church for a long time where men could were the only ones that could be on the elder board, and men were the only ones that could be pastors, and men, 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 men. And quite honestly, it was bogus. Behind the scenes, there were women doing far more cool stuff and far better servants and doing amazing things in the public, I mean, and for the public and for people that were poor and and people that needed food. I mean, far more. And the men sat around and, and... gloated on it and i i saw it myself Got served their coffee well i, I saw yeah. our senior pastor say things he'd say things about women that was just ridiculous i mean it was wrong 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 and yet they couldn't do anything because he'd quote a scripture at them and say well now you, you need to obey me because i'm the man but you know bogus stupid not cool and yet it's allowed all the time and i think that that's one of the reasons church doesn't work as well as it used to because I, I think our culture has changed enough that people are getting wise to the fact that, hey, wait a second, there's some people that are using this for their advantage, when in fact there's a whole group of people that aren't being able to say what they need to say. Well, I think I opened up last week's podcast 
um, with a couple of scriptures from the book of Joel, the prophet Joel, mm-hmm. and from King David in yeah, Psalms, yeah. where they both had similar visions mm-hmm. of the future, where women... Women were included right in there. Women would be prophesying yeah. and praying right alongside well, of men, and also King David had a, a vision of multitudes of women mm-hmm. preaching the good news, and... Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm hoping that those visions come to pass, um, and that women will be set free to use their gifts and talents to be everything that God has created them to be. Absolutely, I think that is a, a really good thing. Well, there's a, a very popular pastor in the Seattle area that um, I used to listen to his sermons every week on my on my iPod. <laughs> I listened to one and said I won't listen to him anymore. <laughs> Well, what I noticed is they're very male dominant um, mm-hmm. um, church. They're very culturally relevant in some sections of things. Mm-hmm. They have a really big following. The guy has a really big following, but there was something that just bugged me about him. And our church, the church that we used to be involved in, was going to kind of try to model themselves after it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I resisted it because I could. I just felt goofy, or not goofy, but just felt something wrong about the whole situation. And now that I look at it, I, I just I just think that anytime you have a leader that puts women down mm-hmm. or puts any particular group of people down and basically says, you know, blah, blah, makes makes fun of them or mocks them, I think there's a problem there. I think that there, there, there's a not yeah. there's not a respect going on. I don't think God would do that to people. And and yet, here people will follow him blindly. It's just crazy. It's stupid. Well, it's that they give all their money to this guy. Leadership or ridiculous, whatever. though. It's you know, ridiculous. He kind of comes off the John Wayne. Well, what's funny thing. is that women who go to that church justify it and say, "Well, it's biblical and all this stuff." When they have, they themselves have not done the research to find out that this guy's bogus. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't care. And it's really interesting to me to see the people around me that I know that really like his teaching and really dig it and want to be involved in his church. Guess what? They're male chauvinist. Mm. They treat women poorly. It, many of them have cheated on their wives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the list goes yeah. on and on and on. And and then I think to myself, I just shake my head and think, you know what? You guys are ridiculous. I, I remember listening to another pastor from Texas. Yeah, I remember him too. And I listened to one of his sermons. And he was talking about how women are so ugly without their hair and makeup done. And that, you know, they would get mad if you tried taking a picture of them or seeing them in the morning without their makeup and how men had all the glory. And and he even used the animal kingdom to say, well, yeah, the guys had all the colors it, and the... It's it's like, yeah, he compared men to like how birds are peacocks. all... Peacocks are all, you know, the men have all this beauty the males, and, yeah. the ma- and the females of the species are ugly are plain. and plain. Yeah, yeah. And and he went on and on about that. And I thought, I just, you know, I've never been this huge feminazi women's liver, but I just go, that is wrong. Well, I mean, and, just, it, yeah. and then out of that, the fruit of, of his teaching that way and putting down women, mm-hmm. we found out multitudes of pastors that went on to have these huge affairs, like multiple, five, six, 10, 15 women in yeah. their church. Well. And they kept on having affairs with all these women because from that 
preaching and comes teaching a, a pride comes and a pride arrogance. and arrogance yeah. that women are just to be used. They're yeah. they're, they're not object, really yeah. worth anything. Yeah. And we saw that happen over and over. We experienced again. that ourselves. We had a pastor that uh, was was uh, into that guy's teaching. Yeah, and yeah. he he had all sorts of people he that he was messing with. Yeah, women that he was messing with, and and it, it, it was awful. almost ruined our lives. And then yeah. then we experienced it later with. Uh, a guy, another pastor that felt like he was... Power trips and stuff. Yeah, he's like a psychopath. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> we, we've had our shares of up and downs. But um, if, if we really want to get down to it, I really think that we should go with what God says, and that is that yeah. there's no difference between men and women. And as a result of that, uh, it should be about the person, not about the, the gender. Yeah. Now we have about twenty more. Twenty um, more? Are you kidding? Well, at least ten or fifteen more. So would well, you like to going, take yeah. some? Okay. Um, I think. Are we on on Jude's again? Can you read that one? Oh, uh, I think we already read it. We did. Yeah. Okay. How no, about, no, no, maybe not. Okay, I think she did a second one. Do you want to? Yeah, she said, "I don't believe he said treat them differently. He asked if we should be equal in all things." And there is no way for us to be truly equal in all things because God made us different. I can and do go out and chop firewood, but my husband can chop bigger logs, not because he's better, but because he's different. At the same time, if one of the girls has a problem, she comes to me, not because I'm better listener than Russ, but because God made my mind work differently than his. Yeah, some women are stronger than I, and some men are more compassionate. But either way, we're different. And I'm glad for the differences, because if we were all uh, equal in all things, uh, then we wouldn't need each other. <coughs> and I think, you know, my mm. original intention of the question was, wasn't was exactly what, what she just said there. I mean, I, I wasn't saying, I was saying, should... Have you know, equal opportunity, right? Or I wasn't equal saying, respect. "Are we the same?" As far as, mm-hmm. as you know, I, I I wasn't using the word "same." I was using the word "equal." Yeah, and so Kenny says, short answer: Yes, regardless of gender, social status, status, race, religion, sexual orientation, everyone deserves to be treated as equals, at least until they give us a reason not to, um, like criminals and stuff. He right, said, right, um. But he was saying, basically, everyone deserves respect. Yeah, My yeah. Aunt Lisa says, uh, yes, and everyone um, has some extremely valid points, but like the person before me, yes. So she was referring mm-hmm. to Kenny's comment. Laura says, absolutely, yes. I understand that we are all different and all have different strengths and weaknesses, but everyone in society should receive the same level of respect until, as Kenny said, they prove that they don't deserve it. I agree. And it, isn't it interesting, though, and I maybe I'm just on this whole church thing, but isn't it interesting, though, that whole groups of people will be brainwashed into thinking that, you know, that this particular, that, that women shouldn't be this or women shouldn't be that, and they've never, they don't deserve that. Because now, now I have been involved in, in church setting stuff where there are some obnoxious women, but I've also seen obnoxious men. Mm-hmm. And and I think they totally are valid on this point that was just commented on. If a person abuses their privileges as a leader or a, as a as a, you know their 
with whatever parameters. If they don't follow the rules, then yeah, they shouldn't be given that platform. But it shouldn't be because of what gender they are. It should be because mm-hmm. of the way that they're acting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Get them on. Now I'm becoming flamey, Amy. Watch You're, out. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Tricky um, Ricky. Tricky Ricky. Okay, I want you read Greg's. Okay, he says, interesting language challenge. I read the equal, like the Declaration of Independence, all created equal. And that's what I was meaning. Mm-hmm. I, um, I see it not as a prediction of where we'll end up, but more about the plan for the allocation of opportunities. And then he says, um, if you look at the notion of being equal as a result, well, there will be more differences than just men and women. In that sense, it's likely that someone born into a wealthy and powerful family will end up in a different place, on average, than many other people of the same gender. I'd still want all those other people to be held in equal worth with no other distinctions burdening them on the basis of race, creed, gender, or sexual orientation. Okay, and Lisa says, I believe that men and women should be held um, equal in value opportunity and pay for the same job i also believe that it is important to celebrate our differences good russ says men are like tractors women are more like electronics i don't treat electronics like i would a tractor or at least i try not to i like my electronics too much so he wasn't saying women are less in value. He He's was saying, saying they were more. <laughs> Which is, is... Except for there's some pretty expensive tractors out there, too. Yeah, well... Coming yeah. from a farm girl. Yeah, but you, you can jump cheap. on a tractor. You don't jump on an iPad. Well, hopefully not. Might not survive. Um, Leanne says, Greg has a point about language. I agree with almost everything written above. The question itself can be interpreted in several ways. But Rick was asking him in regard to how they, women, have been viewed and treated throughout history and society, church, business, etc. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was trying to get yeah. across. And I think our conclusion is, I think in general, women are getting treated better um, in some places. But in other places, we need a lot of prayer because women are basically being treated worse than animals. Yeah, and it, it's really sad that that takes place in the in, mm-hmm. in in the time that we're in. That should not take place. We mm-hmm. have come a long ways as the human race, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, there are still things that we haven't come very far in. And you know, I think I think that's one of the reasons that I that I enjoy Star Trek and stuff like that because I think Gene Roddenberry's um, vision of the future was a lot more positive than some of these other sci-fi shows where mm-hmm. it's apocalyptic and, you know, Mad Max and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that um, it would be wonderful if we could all be equal. It would be wonderful if, I mean, we have the money now and the wealth in the world today that no one should ever go hungry. No one. Mm-hmm. And yet kids go to sleep hungry. We have the ability to wipe out all disease and all these different things in the world, yet it doesn't happen because of power and money and all sorts of other politics that go on in the world and and it's sad that we have we live in a society like that but you would think that in today's society that that at least men and women would be treated equally but that is not true and mm-hmm. unfortunately there is a long ways to go as more in in some other countries but even in the world that we live in right here in this in this nation there's a long ways to go i i think that there needs to be a call for social reform within the church 
I think mm-hmm. that there needs to be it uh, in the organized church. I think that's one of the reasons I don't like going to the organized church because they treat people differently. There's a power trip going on, and not very many people are. You know, I mean, they're sure there's some genuine it, people out not there. Not all, because um, no, the church that you know we go to here sometimes um, actually has a female preacher right now. Yeah, and, when, and I really enjoy her. She's and, very very cool. I, yeah, and you know what? I trust her, but she's not a per- person on a power trip. No, she's just a normal person that loves God, and, and she's really cool. And to me, and I receive a lot from her. And to me, um, the church shouldn't be about an organization or a building. Is it's basically the believers um, worldwide. That, well, and I would, I would, God. I would go so far as to say is if you're going to a church where it's all male dominated, you really pr- probably should think about that mm-hmm. and think twice about it because although that might be something traditionally that you're used to, I really challenge you to to read the Bible, mm-hmm. really do the research, and read I, this book. I want to what's, suggest what's the, book called? the book is called "Why Not Women" and it's produced by. The YWAM organization, and that's short for Youth with a Mission Publishers. And you think they can get on Amazon and, and stuff like that? I, you know, I'm sure. And if not, you can go to their website. I'm sure that YWAM has a, a website. Is where you can order it. Y W A M, and it's written by Lauren Cun- Cunningham and David Joel Hamilton, okay. with Janice Rogers. So okay, so there's um, a couple guys and a gal that wrote the book together. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, yeah. And it's called Why Women or Why, why Not? Not Women. Um, it says a fresh look at scripture on women in missions, ministry, and leadership. Yeah. But, um, you know, especially if, for church things, I would really suggest people reading this book. But even if not, um, inv- even if you're not involved in church, I like the statistics I read um, last week were from this book, and um, I think that it's just a good eye opener to really how far short we we are right, still today in this time about just valuing human life. Yeah, and that you know today, unfortunately, women worldwide do not have a very high value. And that needs to be something to be prayed about, and and I think that upon. we as individuals can make a difference by, by, by knocking that prejudice out of our own lives. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to a church, you should, you should, you should be an advocate for women being part mm-hmm. equally as men. If you are in a business, you should advocate women being equal in business mm-hmm. and opportunities. If you are in in the public doing stuff, you should all this again. Remember, if there's is if there's a person putting down a particular group of people, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with that. Well, and there's lots, and of, so follow your gut yeah. on that and make a difference. And there's you can make of, a difference. Right there's where you're lots at. of good organizations. Um, the church that I grew up in, it was American Baptist, and they have different organizations like um, in Asia that help get girls out of prostitution and give them um, skills that they can use to support themselves, mm-hmm. um, um, abilities to earn money without selling their bodies. And um, there are different organizations, World Vision and um, Compassion International, mm-hmm. all different kinds that will give education and health support um, to young girls 
um, as well as boys. But there are different organizations through churches and through um, that can help internationally, um, building schools and getting you know health care and education to girls as well as boys. Because in a lot of these societies, um, girls would just be left out of health care and nutrition and education. Well, in conclusion then, we want to let everybody know, first off, women, you are not second-class citizens, Mm -hmm. that God created you unique, yes, but equal as well. And, And He sees you just as valid, just as important, just as relevant as men. And He loves you and He cares about you. And don't let uh, don't let anybody tell you differently, because it's not right. Amen. So there you go. How would we do now? It was Flaming Rick week. You you got on a you got on your soapbox. Today. I did. I did. I got on my soapbox, but now my feet are clean. I guess. <laughs> Get it? Get it? Soapbox yeah. clean. Uh-huh. <clears throat> All right. Uh, why don't you pray, and then we'll end the podcast, and uh, maybe I'll play some music, and uh, we'll get going. All right. Father God, I just thank you, and I come to you in your son's name, Jesus Christ. And I pray that each and every person that's listening to this podcast will come away with it with a fresh respect for all humankind and that we'll just be committed to love and respect each other no matter what the gender. And I just pray, Lord, for those women that right now are suffering in countries that don't have any value on women. And I just pray for them to be set free and that we can do our part in in making the genocide stop, um, the Holocaust against women stop. And just pray for your kingdom come and your will be done, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Amy. You're welcome. Okay, um, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can by uh, writing to us, rick at takehimwithyou.com. Or amy at takehimwithyou.com. You can visit our website, takehimwithyou.com. You can go to our Facebook pages at facebook.com. Slash rick.moyer or amy.moyer. That's right. And we could use your donations. Thank you, by the way. We had a few donations this last week, this last week and we, you know who you are. And we want to say thank you. We don't say the names of the people that give um, um, out loud. Um, only um, it's not because we don't appreciate them. It's mm-hmm. just because of of a. This is kind of a different kind of situation. Mm-hmm. It's it's a podcast that. Um, well, we kind of exist on the donations of people, so we don't want to make anybody feel awkward or, or weirded out. And so, it's growing all the time. We are we're about ready to need to expand our bandwidth yes, yet again. Yes, again. So um, thank you for the donations to help keep our internet paid. And, and the, all that jazz. All so you can send it through PayPal really easy mm-hmm. uh, to rick at takehimwithyou.com is my PayPal address. And uh, we, we're not tax deductible, but we certainly appreciate any gift that you give. Uh, we have it set up where you can either give on a monthly basis or you can just uh, give a one-time gift, whatever you want to do. We're, we're open to that. Mm-hmm. You just can head over to our website, takeinwithyou.com, and click on the Donate to Rick and Amy, and that'll get to us. Very, very cool. So thank you, everybody. Have a great week. We will see you next time. And we'll probably do some live, maybe some live stuff from the art show. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. Yeah. 
Maybe we can come up with some interesting questions to ask our art viewers. I don't know if we'll have time to do that, but we certainly <laughs> never know. we certainly can have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks. Tune in next time for another exciting episode of I'll Take, take him, him With, with You. you. A podcast is spiritual, but not religious. Yeah. Take Him With You. Uh, the podcast is uh, a production of Moyer Multimedia LLC. Copyright 2011. All rights reserved. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. Okay, you too. Taking with you with Rick and Amy. It's one of the best podcasts around, and we'd like to think maybe we could be a close second. We can only be a close second if you come and listen to us while we talk about classic television and films from around the world. So if you fancy listening to us waffle on, then please do join us. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com or go to our favourite place in the world for podcasts. Well, maybe not yours, it's mine because I can't quite figure out any of the others. And that's iTunes. Just type in Waffle On Podcast. We'd be honoured if you join us. Attention, attention, it's finally here, the first and only podcast dedicated to one of the most groundbreaking television series in history, MASH. Join the hosts of MASH 4077 Podcast, Kenny, Meds, and Al, as they discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. Find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 Podcast or online at www.mash4077.podbean.com. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com.
Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House. And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward. And I'm one of the co-hosts of the MASH 4077 podcast. And you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts. Yep, like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows. Like Lost? Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe an audio play Al has written. And we'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why? Just because. Visit us at because.podbean.com and in iTunes. (laughs) 